Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome everybody to today's episode where we are talking about habits and routines as a mom. And I wanted to let you guys know that I'm here a few minutes later than usual, which I thought was totally ironic because it's about routines and habits. And the reason that I was late for this episode is only like five minutes, so it's not a big deal. But the reason I was late for this episode live here on Facebook and Instagram is because I was doing my routine with Kaylee, okay? And (laughs) I love routines. We're gonna talk about some truths and not truths about routines. Um, Hang on, I'm actually gonna have to see if I can pull this up on my desktop while I talk to you guys. But some truths and not truths about routines and why you do actually need them, some misconceptions about them, and some reasons that they haven't been working for you so far, right? So I can't check this from, I made a mistake guys. I made a mistake and I did not write down your questions from Instagram, which is okay. I might be able to fix it here. Hold on one second. I'm going, hold on. So I got a lot of responses from Facebook and Instagram from you guys, and a lot of them were similar to what I struggle with or have struggled with. A lot of you guys had the same struggles as each other, and some of you guys had some really good insights into your struggles with routines and habits and why they haven't necessarily worked out for you like you hope they have, and I'm excited to cover them with you. So... I want to start off by talking to you about the difference between a schedule and a routine, because I think a big, one of the most common um, responses that I got from you guys was something along the lines of like, if it doesn't work out perfectly the first time, I'm like, it's all or nothing. And I might as well just quit now because it doesn't work for me. And speaking from experience, when I try to implement a really rigid schedule, that is when I fail, when I'm trying to do a schedule, which means I'm trying to follow like this really rigid, same time, same exact thing every single day, no flexibility. If I miss one piece of it, my life is over, right? Like that's a schedule and not a routine. So leave schedules to things like movie theaters who have to do same things at a certain time, who have to have certain procedures in order because they are running a different type of thing than your life. Okay. Nobody's life, especially a mom's life can run on a schedule. Like honestly, yes, there are some things that you have to get done or that you have to be at at a certain time of day, but to expect that you can say, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this exact order every single day for the rest of our mom life with all of my kids and all of their varying needs and things that come up and different whatever's and different seasons of like infancy to toddlerhood where we know there's nothing consistent about the clock, right? A schedule is making you focused on the clock 
and doesn't allow for flexibility. So leave that kind of setup for the movie theaters, for the NBA scheduling system, for the NFL, for the schools. <laughs> and actually, even as a teacher, schedules didn't really work too well for me either. That's a different topic. But we're going to talk about implementing routines. Okay, I'm not going to give you a schedule. I'm not going to tell you how to make a schedule. I'm going to teach you about routines and how to make them do the hard work for you and how to be successful at them, how to create them, how to implement them, and how to stick with them. Okay, so I just wanted to clarify that for you guys. I'm not going to be teaching you how to make a schedule. I'm not going to be teaching you how to set up every single day to be exactly the same and get all of your stuff done. I'm not going to teach you that because it's not realistic and that's why people fail at this. And honestly, that's why people think that routines and habits are for boring people and for people who want to hate their life. <laughs> because if you try to set it up like that, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be really boring. It's not going to work for you and you're going to hate your life because it's not going to work for you and you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like it's all or nothing. And what's the point of even trying anymore? Because you've tried it in the past and it didn't work. Um, oh, okay. So Kara says, how do you stick with a routine? I love being in a routine, but then they get too rigid and hard and I ditch them. We're going to talk about that. So we are going today to talk about routines and habits. Okay. And they're basically the same thing. But when I was thinking about how I wanted to explain it to you guys, I wanted to distinguish between routines and habits. Okay. Routines for me and how I do it are the bigger picture type things. Okay, they are things like when I wake up in the morning, I get my kids ready for school, I take them to school, Kaylee and I come home, I put her in her stroller and we go for a walk because that's important to me, so that's our routine. Eat breakfast, get ready for the day, take the big kids to school, go for a walk, come home, play. Um, take a shower, play. That's our routine. And the reason specifically that I wanted to tell you about this routine is that in a few days, that routine is going to have to change because my big kids won't be in school anymore. And totally honest, I don't want to wake them up every morning and get them ready and go for a walk with all of my kids because there's four of them and that's not going to be relaxing to me. That's not gonna be fun to me. So our routine is about to change because that's life. Okay, so don't get so caught up in thinking that it has to be one way forever. It's going to change and you're going to have to just accept that as part of your mom life, especially if you have multiple kids, especially if you have work schedules, especially if you have a spouse who has his own work schedule, like it has to be flexible. Um, so that's routine, kind of those big, bigger things that I do on, routine, on repeat every day. If you watch my Instagram and my Insta stories, I usually take a picture or a video of us on our walk because it's part of our routine. Um, and I like to model consistency for you guys. I like to be able to show you, hey, I'm not just talking out of my butt here. Like this is stuff that I actually do. Okay. Yeah. Shaylee says seasons of mom life. Um, and Janelle says, yeah, walking with four kids is not relaxing at all. So I already have a plan of what I'm going to be doing instead. Instead of going for a walk every day, we have a stationary bike. So I will be waking up before my kids, getting myself ready and using the stationary bike before all my kids are awake. Because exercise is important to me, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. So routines, think bigger things, bigger picture, like exercise, um, 
my husband and I also have like our bedtime routine. We do our nightly reset, we get the kids in bed, and then my husband and I go lift weights together. That's our routine, like that's the big piece. Inside of that routine are habits. Okay, so habits are the smaller things. Habits are things that I implement in our home, like when you take your shoes off, you put them on the shoe shelf. When you're done eating your food, you rinse it off and put it in the sink. When everybody is done rinsing off their dishes and putting it in the sink, I do a hot rinse and scrub, put it in the dishwasher. Those are habits that we're in. Um, what are some other habits that we have? Um, I wrote down some answers. Dishes are the big one. My laundry habits, my nightly resets, putting shoes up, putting toys back. Oh, another habit that we're in is like when we get home from like after school or anywhere that we go, everybody gets all of their stuff that they brought into the car and they bring it inside of the house. And sometimes my kids complain about it because, especially if we like go to a park or something and they bring extra balls and water bottles and whatever else they bring in the car, they complain and they're like, it's so much stuff. And I'm like, guys, it takes a second. It takes a second. It's a little bit more effort. What we know that when we get out of the car, everybody brings their stuff inside and puts it away. And these are little habits that we have implemented, little micro routines that we have imp implemented to make the rest of our days easier, okay? Um, and I want to let you know that I think another big conception misconception a big conception guys <laughs> um <laughs> uh, a misconception about routines is that they're hard okay the actual work of your routines isn't hard okay it's really not hard to bring your stuff inside from the car when you get home it's really not hard to put your shoes up on the shelf when you take your shoes off it's really not hard to rinse off your dishes and put them in the dishwasher right when you're done eating. What's hard is committing to that and being consistent. Okay, so the reason that you're struggling with your routines and your habit, habits isn't because they're hard, it's because it's, it's hard to be consistent. It's hard to be consistent. It's hard to do those things when you don't want to, but I promise you, if you can just do it and start getting it on repeat for you, these routines and habits are going to do the hard work of your motherhood for you. Okay, and I want to explain this as well because I have a nightly reset episode that talks about how we reset our night at the, <laughs> at the end of the day. And I tell you guys, like at the end of the day, it only takes like 15 to 20 minutes for me and my family to get our house clean, like clean. Okay, I'm not saying I'm like scrubbing the toilets and disinfecting things, but to get it so that it's ready for the morning. It takes me 15 to 20 minutes. And the reason that it takes me only 15 to 20 minutes is because throughout the day, I'm doing these little things that add up and make a big difference, okay? After breakfast, all of the dishes are done on the fly. It takes each individual 30 seconds to bring their dishes to the sink and rinse them off and put them there. And it takes me five minutes to clean up the baby's dishes and the cooking, you know, pots and pans dishes that I use um, and put them into the dishwasher or get them clean. You know, like breakfast is pretty short, lunch is pretty short as far as dishes. Dinner takes longer. 
but because I'm in the habit of doing these small yet very significant things throughout the day, it makes it so at the end of the day, I'm not just drowning in chaos and mess. Okay. So that is kind of the difference between routines and habits, or if Danielle's still on here, routines and micro routines. I want this episode to be one that you can turn on and let your spouse listen to as well if you are needing help getting your spouse on board. Um, and just a quick note about that because I have had questions from you guys asking like, how do I explain this to my spouse? So let them listen to this episode, first of all. Um, and then I want to kind of explain to you guys how it has worked out in our house and let you guys know a little bit about me and how I operate and how my husband operates. So my husband is extremely supportive, extremely supportive, extremely helpful, but like anyone else in the world, he needs to know what I need help with, right? Like he needs me to tell him like, I need help. Like, and this is what I need you to do to help me. And I'm going to be completely honest guys and let you know, I would rather die, this is dramatic, than ask for help, okay? <laughs> and it's not because I feel guilty about it. It's not because I, because he won't help me or because he throws a fit about it. It's the exact opposite. It's because I, I just don't wanna ask for help. I just don't wanna do it. I would rather just do it myself and get it done. But what I have learned is that by doing that, I get really grumpy, I get really short-fused, I get really irritated and start feeling like, you know, a maid and a housewife or housewife. Wow. Um, house cleaner, you know, just the person who's here to pick up after everybody and handle all the business because nobody else can possibly do it. And that's not true. So I, my, James will step in, like he will step in and he will observe what I'm doing <laughs> because he's awesome and I don't ask him for help. Um, he observes what I do every night and then he just jumps in and does it. Okay. And maybe we're unique in that regard. Maybe I'm lucky that he is attentive and responsive. And maybe if a spouse is listening to this, you could take some notes from him because for me, it's really helpful. I just don't like asking for help. Um, it's a flaw. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, but like when it comes to the nightly reset, he will say things, especially like to the baby and the big kids. Like when it gets around eight o'clock, he's like, okay, mom is starting to do, do the stuff. Like let's help her out. Or he'll just jump in and be like, all right, kids, like go brush your teeth. All right, kids go do, you know, pick up your stuff or or he won't do that. Like, I'll be like, okay, kids, it's time to go pick up your stuff and time to go brush your teeth. And he'll go finish up any lingering dishes or whatever's left over or get the baby down for, you know, put the baby down to bed. Um, he just kind of observes me and what I'm doing and follows the cues. So I'm not saying that's the best way to do it. Um, probably just directly asking and saying what you want is the best way, but that's just not my personality right now. And it is something that I'm working on. Okay. So <laughs> that I wanted to touch on that too. So 
my husband takes shortcuts, but I think explaining this from a big picture standpoint will really help him understand that details matter. Yeah, yeah, the details do matter and the details do add up. And that's kind of why I wanted to distinguish between like routines, which are things like your exercise routines, your meal times, your nap times, your bedtimes. Like those are the big picture things, but those smaller things within that big picture, the details of it do matter because they do add up. And then before you know it, you're drowning in all of these tiny little things that got missed along the way. The dishes from breakfast and lunch, and now you can't make dinner because breakfast and lunch dishes weren't done. And you have to do that first, and then you have to make dinner, and then you are, you're, you're drowning in these tiny tasks that have to get done. Um, or just doing things like picking up toys as you go, like not saying that you have to be completely crazy about it and be like, you can't pull out a single thing until the other thing is put away. But throughout the day, if you're like, okay, things are getting kind of crazy, like let's do a quick cleanup real quick, it'll take us five minutes, let's do that. And then get back to what we're doing, the end of your day is gonna be a lot easier and you're not gonna find yourself drowning in these big things. If everybody puts their shoe up on the rack right when they get home, right when they take their shoes off, you're not gonna be turning into a psycho mom screaming about the shoes in the entryway for the 80,000th time because nobody ever puts their shoes away, right? Like these little habits add up and they do make a big difference. Um, so distinguishing between routines, habits, how they work together, why they are both important. Um, I think we can move on to the next thing, which is that a lot of you guys say that you struggle with creating, just, you know, figuring out creating the routine and whatever but then you struggle with committing to it and sticking with it. Okay, that was probably the number one answer. Sticking with the routine is what I struggle with. I'm gonna lay some truth on you real quick because you already have routines and habits, okay? They're just not working for you. You already are in some sort of a routine or doing some types of habits on repeat, you're doing the same things every day. They're just not working for you. Okay, so some examples of this is that you are in the habit of letting your dishes stack up until you get completely overwhelmed and decide that they've been dirty for too long and it's better to just throw them out than try and wash them. That's a habit, okay? You are in the routine of coming home from work, zoning out on Facebook, and letting the rest of your hours get sucked away from you. You're in that routine. Like you are already in routine. We are creatures of habits. Like 95% of our thoughts are the same thoughts on repeat. Most of the things that we are doing every day are the same things on repeat. You've just lost control of them and you have decided to not make your routines and your habits work for you. It's complacency. It, it, it could be a lot of things. It could be complacency. It could be confusion. It could be discouragement because you tried to implement too many routines and habits at one time and it was too overwhelming. Like there's a lot of different things that it could be. Um, but for me, I know that when I fall into routines and habits that aren't serving me, it is because I am being complacent, being complacent and not really making my routines and habits purposeful for our family. So just wanted to drop that on you real quick. You're already committed to some habits and routines, several of them. 
but they're not working for you. So we're gonna talk about how you can switch them around and make them workable for you. Okay, and I wanna let you guys know that in the Motherhood Simplified course, which I'm gonna be running a group coaching on in about a month, um, I go over this in really great detail. I walk you through exactly how to create habits and routines in your home, in your life, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly habits and routines. It's really specific, way too much for me to ever cover in an episode, which is why it's in the Motherhood Simplified course. And if you are interested or if you have known about the Motherhood Simplified course and you've been thinking about it, you should definitely get into it because between now and the middle of July, anybody who signs up is going to be included in the group coaching session for that, for the Motherhood Simplified course. Um, it is really helpful. And I am going to be refreshing it and adding content to it or surrounding um, the habits and routine section. Okay, so let's talk about real quick about how to figure out what your habits and routines actually need to be and what you should be focusing on and how you should be creating, like what should your routines actually be. So. This is gonna look different for everybody. I'm just gonna share mine with you so that you can kind of understand what it looks like for me. So the first place to start, we're gonna talk about the bigger routines, like the bigger parts of your day. And I'm gonna call these non-negotiables. Okay, so decide what your non-negotiables in your day are, the things in your day that you have to get done no matter what, and these are gonna be your routines. So for me, it is a non-negotiable for me to, okay, so these are the things that I have to do. I have to obviously have all of our meal times. okay? Our meal times are not at the exact same time every day. They are around the same time every day, but those are non-negotiables. Those are things that I have to do, okay? Nap time in our house for the baby is a non-negotiable. I am going to work our days around our nap time routine and um, our bedtime routine. Like I won't commit to things after bedtime outside of the house because bedtime and nap time to me are non-negotiable at this season of my life. Um, so meal times, nap time, bedtime. Taking a shower is a non-negotiable for me. Exercising is a non-negotiable for me. And my self-care is a non-negotiable for me. So my routines make it so that I am practicing these things and getting these things done every single day. Okay, they do the hard work of my life for me. But not only that, my routine is one of the ways, actually the way that I make sure I am pouring into myself daily in some way some shape or form. Now, if you heard me correctly, I'm doing it daily. That doesn't mean that I am going and getting my nails done daily. That's not self-care. That means that some time in my day, I am intentionally practicing self-care. For me, that is through exercise. For me, that is through showering and doing my hair. For me, that is journaling, reading. For me, it is showing up and creating podcast episodes for you guys and coming live here, like those are non-negotiables for me. Showing up live in here, 
is my self-care because I love building this business and this entire platform and getting to know you all and helping you and supporting you. And it's a non-negotiable for me, which is why for the past year or so, I have been showing up in here. And if you guys have been around for a while, maybe you remember back when I started doing this, I wasn't going live consistently every day at the same time of day because I had a newborn and I, and she was about six months when I started and she wasn't on a consistent nap routine. So I just went live whenever she was content and I felt like we could get it done real quick, which is why sometimes my episodes had a baby in the background, right? So I just want to share that with you guys too, because it was a non-negotiable for me back then too, but I wasn't doing it on a schedule. If I was going to try and be successful at it on a schedule, it wouldn't have worked out. And if you guys remember back then, there were times where I was waking up at 4 a.m. to get blogs written and to get courses created for you guys and to send you guys group coaching emails because it was a non-negotiable for me. And the only time I could get it done is when the rest of the house was asleep. Okay, so that I I that was my routine. Okay, my routine wasn't on a schedule, especially with a brand new baby, but it was a non-negotiable part of my day that I was committed to showing up for. Okay, so when you are figuring out what routines you need to implement, figure out what your non-negotiables are. Okay, they're going to be different for everybody, but those are mine. They're not super crazy. They're not really in depth, but those are the things that I do every single day. Now for your habits, I'm going to call those your simplifiers. Okay, so you have your non-negotiables, those are your routines, then you have your simplifiers, those are your habits. Okay, those are things like putting the dishes into the dishwasher right when you're done eating and washing the pots and pans, like as you're cooking or right when you're done eating. It is things like figuring out when you're gonna do laundry. Okay, I have two basic laundry routines and I actually have an entire episode on laundry. So I'm not going to go super in-depth in it, but I have two basic laundry routines that I follow depending on what season of life I'm in. Okay, when I was working outside of the home, I did all of my laundry on the weekend. I saved it all up. I didn't think about it. I didn't try and catch up on it during the week. I just let it be, and I knew that either Saturday or Sunday was my day to do all of the laundry. And I would wash a load, dry a load, fold it or hang it and put it away before I started the, the next load. Okay, so that was my one. The key, guys, and you might not believe me at first, but anybody who implements it finds that it really does work. The key is doing one load start to finish. Okay, pro tip, start to finish. Wash it, dry it, put it completely away before you start the next load and you're not gonna fall behind. Okay, now the other laundry routine that I have implemented depending on the season of life that I'm in, and that's the one that I'm in right now, is doing like one load of laundry a day or one load of laundry every other day, just depending on like how dirty the kids get, like how many sports they're in, how many kids are in which sports. And I will do one load of laundry, start to finish, wash, dry, fold it, hang it, put it away before I get into bed. Okay, before I get into bed, that laundry is going to be put away because I don't want it piling up on itself and getting super far behind the next day and the next day and the next day. So 
Your simplifiers are like the dishes, the laundry, a nightly reset or a midday reset, which I have an entire episode on that you can go listen to if you want to learn more about that. Um, putting your shoes up when you walk in the door, hanging your towel up when you get out of the shower, like little things like that, rinsing out the sink after you brush your teeth, um, taking out the trash when you notice that it's full, um, like things like that, those simplifiers, the little tiny habits that you can implement throughout your day that are gonna make your day so much easier. Um, Janelle says one load every day or two is what works for us right now. Yes, yeah, and it's working for us right now too. Uh, we'll see if it changes or stays the same during the summer. Um, Shayla says when the basket's full. Uh, Jessica says the warm weather has us washing two loads of towels every day, all that we own. Also, have them reuse and share. Well, Jessica, you have a lot of kids, and I know you guys are playing outside, so that's why I put that little disclaimer right there. Like, we'll see how it changes for us this summer, depending on like what we're using, where we're going, how many the kids are getting. But does this? Let me know if this makes sense to you guys. Does that make sense to you? So your routines are your non-negotiables. Your meal times, your nap times, your exercise, your showers, your self-care. That kind of stuff is your routine. Those are the things that you are committed to doing every single day. And then your simplifiers are your habits. Okay, they are those smaller things that you are doing to make your life easier so that you can get to the end of your day and do a nightly reset in 15 to 20 minutes. Did that make sense? Um, I hope it's making sense to you guys. Um, let's see. Okay, now the one thing that I wanted to touch on with you guys real quick is that your routines, your routines are going to change. Okay. Your routines are going to have to be pretty fluid. Okay. Especially when you have a lot of kids. Hey, Reagan, they're going to, they're going to change. Okay. Because like I said, like my kids are in school right now. Kaylee and I have a really good routine where I wake up, I wake up Honestly, guys, like I've, I've talked to you guys about this before, like waking up before your kids. I'm in a season right now where I'm only waking up like 20 minutes before my kids. And the only reason I'm doing this that is so that I can get a quick shower. I can get dressed without my kids like barging in on me. and I'm like half awake and not dressed. Like I can get dressed. I can make my coffee. I can drink my water. I can turn on a podcast or whatever until they wake up. And then I'm ready to get them ready for school take them to school. Kaylee and I go for a walk. We usually, um, a non-negotiable for me is some sort of either reading or personal development. So on our walk, I listen to a podcast or one of the business courses that I'm in. Um, Kaylee and I come home, we play outside. I run any errands that I have to run. Like today we went to Costco. Um, we come home or we come inside from playing or whatever it is that we're doing. And I feed her lunch. I start telling her it's almost nap time, like, let's get your baby, let's get your water, go put her down for a nap, and then I come hang out with you guys live um, and do all my business stuff. Then I go pick up the kids, and all of those big things that I needed to get done for myself were done, right? Like those non-negotiables of like exercise, taking a shower, doing my business stuff, all got done, all on repeat. 
And then I have the rest of the night to hang out with my family, which is also a non-negotiable thing. Like every day I will, when my, when my kids, because they pretty much always ask me to play something with them, ask me to play with them, I will say yes, or I'll see an opportunity to like invite them to play something with me. Like I'll ask for you to like bring down her coloring stuff so we can color together. So that's non-negotiable to me too, is to get some sort of like one-on-one -on -one time, at least like 15 minutes with each of my kids um, at the end of the day. That's a non-negotiable thing too. So that's my routine right now. But with school being out on Friday, I know it's going to change. And I will tell you guys like how I'm going to adjust it so that I can still be getting all of these non-negotiables in without feeling like I'm totally caught off guard. So I will be waking up before they wake up. My big kids wake up about 6.30 or 7. I'm hoping that summertime will make them sleep in a little bit longer, but we'll see. But I am going to wake up and ride the stationary bike, get my exercise in before they wake up. I am going to take a shower before they wake up, and I'm going to do my back-end business stuff before they wake up and or as they're waking up, right? So that means that before the day has even started, I've got those three non-negotiables in. I'm ready to go. I've got the morning and the mid-morning to play with them, be present with them, do the things that kids deserve to do during summer break, come home or transition to being home and getting Kaylee down for her nap time and back in <laughs> and go live with you guys still. I'm still going to be going live with you guys during nap time. Um, <laughs> Kristen, um, I'm still going to be going live with you guys during nap time, but all of the blogging and the email responses and the other kinds of stuff that I do during nap time, I'm not going to bring home to my kids. Okay, so that's I, and who knows, this might work well, this might not work well, I might have to readjust. I might have to do stuff at night when James gets home, depending on like how early the kids are up and how tired I am and whatever else is happening. But for now, that's my, that's my basic plan. That's my basic plan. So notice that the routine has changed. I'm not gonna be changing my habits. Okay, I'm not gonna be changing the fact that I do dishes after everybody's done eating. I'm not gonna be changing the fact that I still expect my kids to put their shoes up on the rack. I'm not gonna be changing the fact that I expect my kids to help me with a midday reset and putting their toys away. I'm not gonna be changing those habits. But the overall routine is gonna look differently, right? Um, so just expect that those bigger things are gonna change. And I think that's what people get hung up on is that they're like, okay, it has to be like every single day at 4.30 a.m. I'm waking up, I'm working out, I'm reading a book, I'm blah, 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 blah. And that's just not sustainable because your life is going to change and you're gonna go through different seasons and you're gonna have small babies and toddlers and you're gonna have rough nights and you're gonna have seasons that are more tiring than others. Like I said, my, my daughter is 20 months old now and I'm just now to the point where I'm like, I can do these things consistently until my kids are out of school and then I'm gonna have to adjust it, right? But like I said, when I started this, it wasn't, that wasn't how it was at all. I was going live whenever Kaylee was in a good mood, whenever Kaylee fell asleep, um, whenever it worked out, but I still figured out how to make it happen throughout the day.
So that also applies to like families who don't have consistent work schedules, right? Like maybe you have a spouse who works opposite schedules of you. Maybe you have a spouse who works totally random hours or totally sometimes early mornings, sometimes really late nights, sometimes both. Um, my, my best tip for that is just to know that it, it's a season. It's going to get easier. And if you decide and know what those non-negotiables are for you, I know that it will make it easier for you to carve out time for that throughout your day whenever you get time for that. Is it going to be perfect every day? No. Is it going to happen exactly how you want every day? No. Is it even going to happen at all some days? No. It's not. Like some days it's just not going to happen. Some days you're just going to be tired. You're going to be sick. You're going to have a six-week-old baby who is starting to interact with the world and decide that they're not in the newborn sleepy phase all the time. And like, it's, it's not all or nothing. You have habits to help you keep from drowning and you have routines to kind of keep you focused and centered on the bigger picture of what you actually want to get done in a day so that you don't fall into these like distraction, these distractions and you don't fall into these routines and habits that are actually really hurting you, right? Like I said at the beginning, you're, you already have routines and habits. They're just not working for you. Okay, so figuring those out for you will help you stay a little bit more focused and on track. So I think that's it. Let me go through and catch up on the comments real quick. Um, my older four kids wake up at noon. If I let them, I make them get up at nine. It's nice to not be rushed. I, um, actually, my steps in that way, and I, I wake them up. There are times it's tempting to send my kids to school. Summer camps coming up are my taste of that. Yes, it is tempting. I, I will be honest, but I'm a little bit torn because I know that eventually we're going to be homeschooling again. But it is kind of nice to have the freedom during the day. Um, Chili says, I'm sad and depressed having come home from work, made us lunch, play with the kids, and is doing laundry and not complaining once that I didn't do any of it. Thankful for his help and him being on board with all of the routines and habits we have created. Yes, Chaley. I love that. I love it. Okay. Oops. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. Um, I'm bummed that I forgot the responses to write down responses from Instagram and Facebook. I will put, make some posts about them answering those specifically just because I did want to address them. But other than that, I will see you guys for tomorrow's episode. And if you liked this, if it was helpful for you, share it with your friends. Okay. Take a screenshot, share it, let people know it was helpful for you. Um, if you thought it sucked and you hated it, that's okay too, because maybe somebody else won't think it sucks and doesn't hate it. You know, whatever. All right. Bye. <laughs> hey, friend. Did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other. And who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. 
I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.